This is an OSV Podcasts production. To learn more about OSV Podcasts Network, visit osvpodcasts.com. FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influences, Father of Galia Homilies. The Catholic Influencers podcast crew have broken down countless stories and boldly ventured into an array of different topics, all the while capturing our hearts in the process. Let's recap. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Recap, Episode 1. It's a little mini-series here inside of the Catholic Influencers podcast. My name is Augie. You're probably hearing my voice for the first time. I just joined the FRG ministry team. Really excited to get to share with you more and more as we go along on this journey, and really excited to be your host for the recap series, where we're going to look back at some of the highlight moments that the Catholic Influencers podcast has given us over the past few years. I mean, we are at nine seasons and 250,000 downloads. That is insane. It deserves a tip of the cap and a pat on the back to all you listeners out there who have been supporting this podcast from the jump, from when it started. Um, But, you know, I think... I mean, nine seasons, I don't know when you tuned in, if you've been here since the beginning, or if you jumped in on season seven, or even if you have for the whole time, I still think that there's there's got to be, you know, some moments that we may have missed out on, or something that just deserves to, to look back, and maybe it'll be uh, helpful for you in this season now, so I mean, this whole series is, I'm just going to be trying to sift through and just find the golden nuggets, the the stuff that I just think maybe should just be reflected on one more time and sit back and and just see what God tells us. And, and hopefully it can be something that's relevant to your life or the people around you right now. You know, so many topics and places that our team goes, but I thought we'd tackle pride and how it intoxicates our people for this first episode, because you see, turning God into a genie, attaching the success of our faith to the fruition of our inner dreaming can be misleading and exposes how our hearts need more guidance and understanding of the scripture readings. So with that in mind, sit back, unwind, tackling pride, there is unfortunately no cheat codes. We all must accept the mission for our personal death to ego. So let's take a look back, see what we can learn about this concept from Season 5, Episode 6, titled Death to Self, and recap what our team has to say about it. Now, of course, we have access to the cross as Christians because we know the cross is there and we know we can access it. And the problem with non-Christians is that they don't know they can access it. Yeah. And that is enough to, to lose salvation, yes, because we live for ourselves rather than for to be at the foot of the cross. I know this is complicated, but this is what Jesus did. He wanted to bring all people to himself. He's jealous for us. He loves us. He wants to bring us to... to he, he, you know, heaven will be just that little less joyful for each of us if someone doesn't make it. That's right. If an extra person makes it, we get a little bit more joy and more joy and more joy and more joy. 
So this is what Jesus was doing. He's drawing all people to himself. He is a jealous God. He loves, he loves all people. He loves us. Yeah. And then I guess in this gospel, he goes on to talk about how he's going to draw all these people to himself. So he's kind of comparing himself to a grain of wheat. You know, he says, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, Mm. it produces much fruit. So we know that a seed, you know, it can only grow into a plant after being buried in the ground. And so Jesus is using this to talk about the benefits of his death. You know, his death seems like it's this really bad thing, but he's here, he's explaining that he is that grain of wheat that's going to die on the cross and his death is going to produce much fruit. And that fruit is eternal life. Um, yes. And that, that's what's going to make eternal life available to everyone. And we have to imitate that death. We have to imitate the, the fact that we lay down our own lives. The death comes the, with, by death comes life. The grain is, as you said, Alyssa, is ineffective if it's preserved. If mm. I keep the grain, then it, maybe I can consume it, I can eat it, <laughs> but it can't really do much more than satisfy immediate hunger if it's not thrown into the cold ground and it's not buried. In a sense, it's, it takes the, the word um, to, to die to self is the word martyrium, which... Mm. Come, we have the word martyrdom from. And that's what Jesus did. He was the, the martyr. He was the one who died and his blood raised us up. And in fact, the, there's a traditional saying in the Catholic Church that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Jesus, the first martyr, the first one to die, but those also who have died after. The thing about this as well is that we, I mean, we know now that when Jesus went to the cross, Three days later, the resurrection was there, and his, um, you know, he was raised up to the Father with, with all of that, all of that glory. When we follow Jesus to the cross in in giving our lives, um, in self sacrificial love, we also will follow Jesus to the resurrection. Yes, and so with death again comes to life. So because he's the first fruit, he's the first one. He's open. He's the gate through which we can follow through. That's right. And and this is what martyrdom is. Eh? Death to self is. This is what it means to to be buried um, with Christ and that is to to bury not not to die physically necessarily but to bury our personal ambition it's and you know to... we can even we can see this lived out in in our vocation really every vocation um for example married people i, I mean i can speak of that you know it's 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 my purpose to to die to myself for the for the good of my spouse and my future children god willing um but you know priests they give up their life um, in loving service of the church, consecrated religious give themselves to Christ exclusively, but also single people, you know, they're called to die to self-centeredness and live a life not only in obedience to God, but in, in service of others as well. So we can see this in every vocation. It's, 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 it's kind of like God's given us these vocations. It's like he's paved out the way. Yes, and and so many people like, and then there are these extraordinary moments of death, you know. I don't know I if this is a good example, but I just cannot help but think of a uh, someone uh, uh, who gets pregnant, you know, and has a choice to, in a sense, to to abort their baby. But instead, they, because of God, they, because of it's the right thing to do, because they want to preserve the life of the child, have to lay down their life, their future, their career, their ambition mm. to bring up this child. But it's not only those who are um, sort of in this situation, but even, like you said, a parent, you know, a parent has to very often lay down their life, their future. I remember my father, for example. 
<laughs> my father is, is funny. He had a, a convertible MG, you know, the MG5s. Okay. And it was a really nice um, MGB, it was. It was a nice sports car. And when I was born, when I was born, um, he had to sell it because there was no space for my mom, him, and the baby. And so my dad always used to tell me, I... You ruined, you ruined my, my, my sports, cut, my dreams, <laughs> my dreams, like he used to say, because I, I got him to have to sell his sports car. But, you know, this is the thing that people have to lay down there, even small things, but also big things, if you want to give life. And that's what my father did in a, in a gesture there. And that's what we have to do as well through our ongoing life. And, and to, as Christians, learn to be people who who die to our own will, to let go of selfishness and security so that we can rise up and become instruments of God. But something to, like we said before, it's not just a one-time event but a lifelong commitment. And so we can also say that, you know, baptism is like the starting point of this because, you know, when we're mm. immersed, our immersion in the water signifies us, you know, dying and being buried with Christ and then coming up signifies our resurrection. But the way we can connect, continue that is through sacrifices um, and penance. And, you know, we have a massive focus on this during Lent. Um, but I think this is something we should really focus all year round because it really, really is necessary. And, you know, so many saints um, talk about this, as we heard in that um, quote by St. John Vianney, some other saints that come to mind. We've got St. Jacinta and St. Francisco, who were um, two of the Fatima visionaries as well. They were very big on um, these small sacrifices. But well, and big sacrifices as well, but it's not just for you can you can offer these sacrifices for other people and for the salvation of sinners, and so there's yeah lots of good in that. This production would not be possible without the support of our FRG ministry partners and donors. Your ongoing support ensures that our online masses, online courses, podcasts, TV programs, school, youth, and parish outreaches continue to reach millions of people across the world. Please prayerfully consider giving a one-off donation or becoming an ongoing ministry partner and join us in our mission to share the love of Jesus and His message of hope to the ends of the earth. Find out more at frgministry.com slash donate. Welcome back to the recap episode one. We are looking at the concept of death to ego. That last clip was season five, episode six, death to self. Uh, we're going to play a, another highlight clip here in just a few minutes uh, from season seven, episode 10. But before we do that, there was a clip inside of this next one that I wasn't able to put into this highlight reel because I kind of feel like it sort of fit with what we were just listening to in season five, episode six. Father Rob shared about the eucalyptus tree, which is everywhere here in Australia. And, you know, um, forest fires are, are a really big thing here, and they seem really horrible. And there's so much, you know, destruction and decay that happens from forest fires. But the interesting thing is that eucalyptus trees are actually not able to reproduce unless if it burns and it goes through the process of you know the the fire and i just thought that really fit in with what we were just speaking on and you know how our faith calls us to embrace the pains of life joyfully the world tells us to avoid pain at all cost but it seems that through enduring suffering and remaining holy and remaining joyful in that time 
we seem to encounter a gateway to transcend from this world and be a little bit closer to heaven. And, uh, and you know, God, God uses those scenarios. You know, but if we die to ourself, where's the point to live? Well, when we kill off our ego, there's more of ourselves to give. And taking the lens off of ourselves and onto others is transformative. We find more joy in serving others and are more quick to forgive. So let's take a look at a highlight clip that might help the concept click so the habit of being outward focused can really begin to stick. This is Season 7, Episode 10, titled, It's Not About You. And let's listen in on how life-changing it can be for those around you when you lay down your life and your ulterior motives to share Jesus' love with them. Let's take a look. The bag, but it was like, no, it stumped me because it's like, I don't, I don't wake up every, I should wake up every morning saying, Lord, give me opportunities to speak about you. Lord, give me an opportunity today to point someone further in your direction, not to preach at someone, um, but to just either by my witness or a conversation, lead someone towards you. So to answer that question, how do we lead someone to Jesus? I think I've been learning a lot about that. Um, most recently um, and it's to whoever you meet pray and discern that you can meet them where they're at mm-hmm. not preach to them where they're at meet them where they're at and then be willing to walk the bridge with them yes so not just just to throw them in the deep end and say swim really really fast watch <laughs> out for the sharks you yes. know um, <laughs> to be willing to walk the bridge with them and what does that look like that actually requires a few things and so no matter because that can look many different ways walking the bridge with someone we can talk about that but what does that require as you as someone who is accompanying someone a few things it's to love the lord your god yes. and to love your neighbor as yourself, but I just want to add something that challenges me, a generous spirit, you know, a generosity about you that isn't afraid to give, to give your time, to give your presence, to go out of your way, to take someone to Jesus, to, to, to give up your time to sacrifice, to take them for coffees, you know, yes. to, to go to the movies with them because that's what's going to build your relationship with them so that one day they trust you enough for you to be able to speak the charisma, the, 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 the good news over their life that Jesus came, he suffered, he dies, died and he rose again to free you from your sin and to be in a relationship with you today. I, you know? I can, but while you're talking this, you know, like I, I, a few people are coming to mind, you know, and one person that really comes to my mind is, is Gary, a, fr- a friend mm-hmm. of ours. Um, and he works in the music industry. He works like with the biggest of the biggest stars. Um, and he just he just goes out of his way to pray with people, to listen to people, mm-hmm. to serve them, go on their recordings and do things for free. And mm-hmm. he's just the most generous and kind hearted person and but you know I, I spend a lot of time with him and i just see people coming to jesus through him because at the end of the day maybe they don't come to him at that moment but in their time of need yeah. they know they can go to this person and this yeah. person they know that this person has more than this person that they're pointing to something bigger greater yes. they have yeah. something in their life that they, they need mm-hmm. and 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 again this is a beautiful but he doesn't feel like he's serving the lord he doesn't feel like mm-hmm. he's doing enough and, and this is, again, a quote Bishop Joe Grech used to say this. He used to say, St. Peter stood on a stage 
and preached one sermon and converted 3,000 people. Mm -hmm. He said, I've preached 3,000 sermons <laughs> at least, and I, God willing, I, I don't even know if I've converted one person. And then from when he, I heard him say this, uh, a hand went up in the middle of the crowd and said, Bishop, Bishop, you converted me. You converted me. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, wow, this is so beautiful. But yeah, this is what we do, sow seeds. I was saying, uh, thinking as Justine was speaking, like, Yes, we all have this call to to make disciples of all nations, to bring as many people as possible with us to heaven. And we actually already have everything that it takes. Like God has given us all individual gifts and talents that we can use to fulfill this call. Yeah. Um, that's a really important. I, I think I was thinking my friend yesterday said she was cooking for a family who particularly needed a meal at this time. And yes. I was just thinking, wow, like that's you're such a great cook and that's a gift that you have. And yeah. You're loving them as Jesus would love them right now in yes. this moment. And this it's, it's a lie to think that in order to bring people to Jesus to heaven, that you have to stand on a stage and preach. Mm -hmm. You have to um, run a podcast. You have to sing a song. You have to stand on the corner and, and, and preach. No, it's through baking a cake. It's through listening to a person, through stopping on the side of the road carefully um, um, mm -hmm. for someone who needs a, a help with a, a tire change. You know, it's through um, listening to a person who who um, is in a desperate place, even though you don't have time. And it's just these little moments. And But at the end of the day, it's not trying to be the solution. Yeah. Always carrying them to Jesus, who is the solution. Yeah. And we need courage there to do that. It, it does. And it can be confronting at times. like Because I also think that a way that we can point people to Jesus is, and we, we talked a lot about suffering today, is walking alongside someone through their suffering and there's not a lot that you can do at that time like it's, there's never a time where I feel more helpless than someone I love or someone I don't love who's suffering and um, my sister Maria I have so much respect for her she has a generosity of heart and she's so generous with her time and her love she's always sending everyone care packages mm -hmm. like she spends all her money on <laughs> care packages even when she's tired I, I want one <laughs> yeah but one but most recently a really sad story about um, someone who had helped um, get renters for, for their property, um, she had lots of missed calls from him and they had solved that whole rental thing a couple of months ago, but all these missed calls from him. Um, and it's because he most recently lost his son and his wife. And without saying to Maria, you were the only person I could think of in his heart, my sister was the only person he could think of. He's a, he's a random Yes. He's a random wow. guy who helped her rent the house out. But the way she loved him six months ago, the way she cared for him, the way she showed up for him six months ago meant that six months later in his greatest time of need, she was the person that he came to. And, and she just, she listened to him over the phone and she, she was present with him. I don't know if he knows Jesus, but he knows Jesus through her and she's invited him around for dinner and, uh -huh. and she means it. And golly, like it's not about just preaching the gospel at people. Honestly, I think a lot of the time that actually misses the mark. Mm -hmm. yes. Preaching the gospel at people sometimes can be not what they need right now, but the Jesus they need is your, your compassion, your mercy, your prayerful presence, your boldness, your, your generosity. Thank you for seeking the Lord with us today. If you long for more content and resources, check out our church online. FRG Ministries Church Online is where you will find ongoing spiritual nourishment and inspiration. Online mass, prayer, rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, worship music, Eucharistic adoration, and so much more. 
You can even submit your prayer requests and commit to pray for others. FRG Ministry Church Online will inspire and deepen your love and understanding of Christ and His Church. Be blessed by FRG Ministries Church Online at frgministry.com slash churchonline. Well, that pretty much wraps up episode one of the recap mini-series here on the Catholic Influencers podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it fruitful. We looked at season five, episode six, Death to Self. Just looking at that concept of dying to self every day. We don't have to be martyrs for the faith, you know, in order to to start living this out on a day-to-day basis. It starts now. And uh, then we looked at season seven, episode 10, It's Not About You, where we kind of took that a little bit further, where, okay, well, if it's if it's not about me, if it's if I'm dying to self, then what does that look like to cast aside our ulterior motives and just share God's love with other people? So hope you enjoyed it. Next episode, we're going to look at family vocation and motivation. So just looking at concepts of you know, uh, what, what's it mean to, to love with your body and what does that mean in, in a marriage and what does that mean raising kids and all that. So I hope you stick around and tune in for that one as well. Uh, share this episode if you liked it, if you found it fruitful, share it with your friends, share it with your family, your grandma, your grandpa, your cousins, whatever, whoever you think would enjoy it as well. And uh, we are on TikTok now, so you can find us at Catholic Influencers. And you can also just look up and find all of our social media at our website, catholicinfluencerspodcast.com. If you want to learn more about the faith, learn more about the Catholic Mass, I encourage you to go to encountercourses.com slash subscription. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the Eucharist. God bless. This has been a production of OSV Podcasts. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com.